everybody. Welcome back. Holy shit. What? You took the reins. Oh, my God. He <laughs> <laughs> said that last one, you dummy. Um, um, welcome back. Hi. To the Stupid Feelings Podcast. We're your stupid hosts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Say your to- name, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like as soon as Brie hits record, I become this foul human being. When she hits record? <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. What are you trying to say? Oh, nothing. Um. Well, we're here. Well, I'm Cassandra. Nice to meet you. And I'm Kennedy. I was waiting for you because you always start with your name first. Well, you can take initiative, whore. <laughs> I wish you could see Kennedy's face. I think Kennedy is like on the edge of unfriending me. Let's let's say you have one more strike. One more strike? If you raise your voice again, I'm out of here. What? Yeah. You're that serious? I don't think you'll do it. You want to bet? No, I don't bet. <laughs> but thank you. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, we're Stupid Feelings, where we just talk about anything that we want to talk about. I don't know what kind of genre this is. Talk about love and life and fun shit and feelings and not understanding our feelings. <laughs> um, also, we're new to this podcast, so we're still trying to get a perfect intro rolling. Yeah, we... Like, yeah. we had our other podcast for, like, two years. I knew that shit. It was about sex and disgusting shit. shit. Yeah, so, like, I knew our intro... But this one is completely different. But I'm also having a lot more fun with this one. What are you thinking? Like, we literally spent a whole hour last week talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. I hope nobody listened. No, I was, like, thinking about it. And I was like, damn, people are really going to listen to us talking about Taylor Swift. For a whole hour. And I was like, that's so... I'm, like, embarrassed. (laughs) I know. I got home and I was like... I almost wanted Brie to cancel it. Because we... Me too. I thought about re-recording. Because we weren't planning on doing... 50 minutes. We were planning on talking about Taylor Swift for maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah, I got it. And we went fucking overboard. Like, relax. We were so far up our ass. Yeah, and then I would, I too was like, okay, I get it. Like, for people listening, you're getting annoyed that it's all over your TikTok. And then these two bitches are talking about it for an hour on a podcast. That I was like, well, that's the beauty of a podcast. You can turn that shit off if you don't like it. But at least you gave us the 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 listen. The chance. <laughs> yeah. Let me prove it to you again. Yeah. This week. Well, what did you do this week? Oh. Let's recap our week. Wait, what the dude, fuck happened this week? Dude, this week <gasps> a was lot a lot of shit. Go ahead, you first. Wait, I don't even. You said go ahead, you first, and it went blank. I feel like I haven't spent a lot of time at home this week. You really haven't. What have you been up to? <laughs> I've been. Um, Rekindling an old flame. Oh. That sounds exciting. Oh, I know what happened this week. What? I had a major anxiety attack. Oh, well, you want to talk about it? No, I never want to bring that situation up again as I brought it up. I know. No, I mean, we can, just give had... a, we can just give a small summary. Okay, Ken. yeah, let's go. You After you. Well, I am rekindling something. Oh, also, remember, I'm not talking about my love life and shit. No, but... but this is just a summary because... Yeah. Okay, this, this took up some of my week. <clears throat> and it's taken up a lot because... I mean, I don't know. We've been talking about it. Yeah. Whatever. Kennedy doesn't like this person. Or not that she doesn't like him. She just is very hesitant because she can't trust 100% yet. She doesn't like what he's done in the past. Well said. And him and I went to a coffee shop to pick up something from Kennedy and Bree. And I forgot to tell Kennedy that he was walking out with me. I didn't think he was going to get down. He got down. Um, Kennedy and Bree were very nice and friendly. Really? Well, I think you were nice. Like, you were just quiet. It was like you were in the work mode. But what I didn't understand is how it affected Kennedy. And I think a lot of people don't understand that when you're in a troubling relationship, you're not the only person dealing with the hardships. Like, your friends are going along with it, too. And I knew that you would get affected by my relationships, but I didn't know it was to the extent, like, what happened this week. I didn't know it was going to affect me like that either. But honestly, I haven't I haven't seen that person in a long time since the last time I told you. 
mm-hmm. that one day. And so I didn't realize what it would feel like to actually see that person in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it was not pleasant. Kennedy basically I, had I, like an anxiety attack, I felt panic like, attack. Yeah, it was like a panic attack, basically, mm-hmm. because I didn't know how to like I felt like I was caught off guard. I was not mentally prepared. I get freaking nervous when I have to order at a drive-thru. Yeah, you're just this, an anxious person. This was insane. I had to, yeah, it was just a lot. Like, there were things, I wish I could, I can't even even talk about it. Oh. And then, other than that, what else happened this week? Um, I don't know, because I haven't really seen you this week. What? Did I see you a lot this week? I feel like we have seen each other this week. Really? Yeah, like, I can't. Well, the weekend. I can't pinpoint what we did, but I have seen you. I'm, like, drawing we, a blank. Oh, yeah. Me, too. We went to Chick-fil-A. I remember that. Oh, we went to Chick-fil-A. We got coffee. Yes. We ran into an old friend. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I didn't know if I was going to say friend or not. Well, you want to talk about that and how you felt? Yeah, we ran into an old friend from college. And this person, like, I never thought we would run into ever again. Like, I thought, like, one and done, college, I'm never going to see you again. I don't know. I just never thought about it. And it wasn't like it was, like, a bad person. Like, you liked her. Yeah. It's just like... Like, I had a pleasant encounter. It's just one of those situations where you're like, holy shit. Like, I haven't seen this person in so long. Yeah, it was... It kind of caught me off guard. I was like, is that... What's her face? And then it was. And then she actually talked to us. Yeah, in the past... Well, a little backstory. We were in a sorority, so all of these friends that we have there came from that organization. And there have been times where we see people that were in the sorority that were once our friends, once pretty close to us. Like, they knew heavy shit about us. Yeah. As people do in sororities, like, we share a lot of ourselves. Yeah. So we see these people, and they for the most part, have always been rude or, like, pretend like we don't even fucking exist. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Women should support women. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start right there. No, for real. Like, what I just, What kind of bad blood do you have with yeah. Kennedy? No, Kennedy does shit. No, but it's not even that. It's like, if I if something fucking happened in college, what was that, four years ago? Yeah, get like, over it. We're, we're over it. We all we're have adults. our adult lives. Stop acting like you're in high school. You don't have to be my best friend or even a friend. You could just be cordial. And mm-hmm. I get it. Like, there's sometimes where you run into someone, you're like, oh, I don't want to say hi. But you still. But if there's been eye contact made, it's yeah, like, just it's say like, hi. Yeah, it's because it's way worse if you. You could have even been like, other. oh, hi, but I'm running late. Gotta go. Yeah, or just like. But anyways, think, this girl didn't do that. Like, no, she like, talked to us. It was so nice. Yeah, I was kind of like taken back to that point in my life. Yeah. When we knew her. Where it was like, whoa, that was such a long time ago. I've, and such another I'm like a life. completely different person from what I, I was back then. Yeah, I think that's why it kind of like took me back a little bit. Because I was like, that's so crazy how life is. Like, like, um, what the fuck am I talking about? I don't know. Like when you run into someone that you haven't seen in so long. It's like, was that, what was the purpose of that? Like, what was the reason? Yeah. The whole rest of the day, we were like, wait, does the universe, like, want us to get back to something? Yeah, like, or, like, does the universe want us to re- remind us of something? Or of, Yeah, and I was telling Kennedy, like, this is the second person from those years yes. that I've run into. The first person I never even talked about on here. Maybe I did in the old podcast. Yeah, for sure. Not this one, though. Yeah, but my first love, literally, he's the one who got away, like... I loved him. God, I think about him still and I want to cry every time. Because, like, I... Yes, he was, like, the epitome of, like, the perfect man. That was such a weird time. Yes. And that ended, not in a bad way, but just, like, in a... I don't know. It wasn't a good ending. It was weird. But it wasn't like we were in a relationship. It wasn't like a breakup. It was just like a... This is the end of our chapter, mm-hmm. and it was fun while it lasted. Thanks for the memories. Like, the last time I saw him was graduation. And I remember after I graduated college, I was planning on moving to London. So that day after graduation, we went to the back of the auditorium, and he hugged me, and he was like, I just want to thank you for all the lessons you taught me. And I literally wanted to cry because I was like, this is the last time I'm going to see this beautiful man. Yeah. And... I really thought I would never see him again. And, like, I I hoped I would never see him again because 
then it would bring back like feelings and shit. Yeah. Well, I thought I was over it, right? Like he's married, he has children. Mm-hmm. And I saw him the other day. Well, we talk about how, like, everything is still rooted back to him. Yeah, I like, have always said that. Like, in some bad ways and some good ways. Because I know it's my own personal shit and I just want, I need somebody to blame. Mm-hmm. But when bad shit has happened, like, um, in love or other shit. Uh, <laughs> like. I'm trying not to get too personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when, when something bad has ever happened, I'm like... If he had only stuck around, like, I would never have been in this fucking situation. Mm. Like, it's always been like that. Yeah. Like, which is not if? good for him, right? Like, he needed to do him, and I needed to still grow up and shit. Yeah. But I thought it was, like, done with. Like, I see photos of him, and, like, I don't... My heart doesn't skip a beat yeah. anymore. But it's so, different when you run into him in So person. when I ran into him, and I heard his voice... And he said my name. That's insane. And he was was still the same charismatic man. Like, I felt like I had transported back five years. Yeah. Like, I couldn't speak. My hands were shaking. And I called it. I was like, I bet you're going to run into him. And you did. And you did. And I did that day. I know. That's so fucking scary. Was it, like, right when you got there? Like, you pulled up, walked in. As soon as I, I went up the elevator. Okay. And started walking. And he was right there. But a random building. Yeah. Like. That's what I'm talking about. Like. What a coincidence. Serendipity. Like, if you would have missed it, like, by a second or, like, a minute, like, mm-hmm. something, it would, you would have He was literally him. walking into a room, so had it been a few seconds, I would have missed there it. There you go. That's fucking crazy. That's what I'm talking about, like, running into old people. It's just, like, brings back something. Yeah, and then the same thing with the girl, but the same thing with the guy. I was like, <laughs> is like, there a reason, mean. is there a reason why God just brought him back to yeah. me? Like, should I try again? And even my fucking mom told me to to um to message him and be like hey we should get coffee sometime like very friendly oh okay because my mom has always loved him too yeah so she was like just ask him for coffee like you're an adult now like he only knew you as a student like yeah. a, a young little girl True. like he knew me when i was i think i was 19 when i met him and i was a virgin and completely different right yeah and like now i'm a grown woman so my mom was like give it a shot but i'm like he's married i think there's a way you could do it like a friendly way yeah i just don't know how i don't know but but even my mom was like there has to be a reason why this happened like you haven't seen him in so long right it was so crazy and, I and so then the same thing run into next yeah so our friend lexi was telling us that it happens in threes right yeah. like someone else and what I was telling Kennedy, the only thing I can think of, and this is a little too deep and far-fetched, but it's what I'm going to fucking tell myself. <laughs> These two individuals were in my life around the same time. No, at the same time, yeah. I think the same years. And when I ran into both of them and Kennedy and I were like, wait, is there like a hidden message here? My only thing was like, what if the universe is trying to tell me like, get back to who you were in these years? Back when I was motivated and had a spirit in me that was excited to live life and like excited for the future. Like I was a happy person back then, even when I wasn't happy Yeah. and now I can't say the same. Mm-hmm. So maybe the universe is like, get back to it. Like you can do it. And that's a little too deep. Right. But like, I'm going to tell myself no, that. No, but sometimes you need to tell yourself that to like Chloe's tails in the fucking mic, bro. Sorry, Chloe. You have to leave. She's Did you like- hear that Brie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. She wants to, like, come over here for some reason now. Huh. Anyways. Okay. I thought that... Yeah. So crazy. Now you're going to hear the podcast. Oh, we're sorry. Chloe is walking around. <laughs> My doggy. So as, sweet. As our producer's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over and I saw her and I was like, I'm just going to let her do her. She, <laughs> she's just here to make sure we she sound good. She plays Pokemon Go 24-7, no matter where we're at. In the club, Pokemon no, Go. No, that bitch is twerking Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. I'm sure she's going to be sucking dick, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. She's getting a she's ticket, gonna, she's still Pokemon Going. She's giving birth, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Like, she's dedicated. Funeral, Pokemon Go. <laughs> she's going to have someone there playing for her. Yeah. She's like, keep Her last keep wish, get to this score. <laughs> I don't even understand I don't know the how game, works, but so. she's like, yeah. <laughs> Go off. All right, so... Oh, yeah. Get into it. (laughs) Wait, okay, so I was talking to you the other day over the phone, and I was telling you I watched that movie, That Awkward Moment, with Mm -hmm. Zac Efron, 
Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. I totally blanked on all their names for a second. <laughs> I haven't watched and it. And that movie actually made me so mad. Like, it kind of pissed it even me about? off. And I've seen it before. It wasn't until recently when I felt that. Okay, so it's like these three guys. And one of them is getting a divorce. Well, they're separating him and his wife. And the other two are kind of just, like, going through life. Like, they date girls. Like, Zac Efron's character, he's dating girls, but he doesn't, like, commit to girls. And then the other guy is just dating around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're all just, like, single. So they make a pact because their other friend is getting a divorce. They make a pact to be single together. Mm -hmm. Well, during, in the movie, they find these girls and they actually want to start dating them. And these girls are, it's like, so what, the point I was getting mad at is because these guys were set in their way for the longest time. And then this one girl comes around and they're like changing it up. But it kind of, I was getting mad because it misled that saying that every girl is an exception when every girl isn't an exception. It's just that one girl for them. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling you that it was making me angry mm-hmm. because me watching it, I'm going to think I'm the exception when no, it's another bitch who's the exception. It's like, I think Sad I'm truth. special, but I'm not. You're not. You're not really. Um, And then that got us talking to like how movies have like molded us as women and how we should be as lovers or how relationships go. And it's not like, I mean, we already know life is not a fucking movie, right? Yeah. But a lot of times we have these false expectations because of these fucking movies. Like what you're saying, the one that, that can help him, the one that can change him. Yeah. Like you want to be that, like you want to be that one girl that is. And it's always rooted in us. I have never met a woman who doesn't want to be that kind of person for a man to change him for the better make him a better man you always hear like when when um i think at mike and andrea's wedding i remember one of his groomsmen did a toast and he even said like micah completely changed when you entered his life right Mm -hmm. like you were perfect for him like you helped him grow into a man yeah that's the things we hear Mm -hmm. what the oh my god scared me holy shit i was like no someone's breaking in from the back window. <laughs> Not did that scare, did that scare right you? No, I knew it was Stella. Oh, that scared me. Your reaction scared me more because I was like, the fuck is she going to do? I thought you were going to do something crazy. Like what? I don't know. You went... <laughs> okay, you like jolted in your seat yeah. a little bit. Okay, so tell well, us Well, a movie that reminds me of that is He's Just Not That Into You. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I hate it, but I love it because sometimes you just need to get grounded and remember those things. Uh-huh. Like maybe he's just not that into you, and it's a and sad truth. It. It's a sad truth. And a lot of times, like even in that movie, you can tell when someone is not into you. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's about movies. It's like you can tell, but in real life, and when it's happening to you, it's you're like in denial. You're like, no, but he does this. Okay. No, me. but he's nice. <laughs> No, but he leaves you on red for hours and days. Oh, me. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not anymore, but in the past. Yes. But a normal gal would have left back then. I don't know. If, uh, maybe. But it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Okay, and what other movies? Oh, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, talk about something borrowed. Oh, don't get me started with that movie. I think everybody hates that movie. If you think about it, a lot of people get angry about it. I don't know why they made that movie the ending that it was. I don't even remember it. Everything was all fine and dandy in the end. Like, okay, they were cordial. No fucking way. All of those characters sucked ass except for John Krasinski's character. Can you tell me about it? Like, I just really These don't know. two best friends. I don't even know what to start. <laughs> the two best okay, friends. Okay, so this one girl goes to... There's two best friends. One is a lawyer, and she meets this guy in school. They start hanging out, getting close, but she never, like, dates him. Her other friend starts to date him. Years go by. They're engaged, the two. The friend and the guy. Uh-huh. And the other friend is just like, yeah, okay. Like, she's just there, right? She's just going with the fellow, whatever. Uh-huh. 
Um, then the the friend that was a lawyer that is a lawyer had an affair or is dating the fiance. Okay. <laughs> I'm not explaining it right, but I'm trying to. It already sounds fucked up. It already is fucked up. She's dating the fiance and they're having like a secret affair while he's engaged to her best friend. But the best friend is also having a relationship with another guy. And then in the end, she gets pregnant by that other guy. They find out that they're seeing each other. Like, it's a whole mess. What? What the fuck? You don't remember that movie? (laughs) No, I don't. I know I've seen it. But I don't remember. It's just, these, it's just a fucking backstabbing. <laughs> okay. People are dating someone else's fiance. The girl gets... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get it. yeah. Okay. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm so fucking done with you. I'm done. Honestly, no, movie, do you want me to be honest? You don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I blanked out like five times. <laughs> you were saying all that. I think I did too. Because I'm trying to... I'm trying to describe this movie, but it makes me so fucking Your eyes angry. are watering. It makes me so angry, this movie. Uh-huh. Like, if you did that to me, you're dead to me, hun. Is that what would be your 13th reason? <laughs> That's right first. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so this whole thing, we, we were talking about the movies, and then we decided, you know what, we're going to talk about this in the podcast. We're going to talk about reasons why these movies set us up for failure and some examples, but also a show, because I'm thinking of one. Go. The Vampire Diaries. I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's that, it's that storyline of trying to fix the bad boy. Yes. It's that it's that one trope. You know, like how people are like, what's your favorite romantic trope or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's you trying to fix the bad guy. Yeah. And it's almost in every movie. Like enemies to lovers. Yes. And that's my favorite. And like ever since I was a kid, that's been my favorite. I've always liked the bad boy. I love Paolo. No, there I said it. Honestly, my okay. Sing to me, Paolo. Chloe is grab grab Chloe. She never (laughs) has fucking energy until right now. (laughs) She's always a fucking couch potato. She grabbed a toy. She never. That's the most energy I've seen out of you, girly. You need to relax. She grabbed a toy. She never grabs a toy. (laughs) Okay, who are you? No, but that is the best trope ever. Yes. The enemies to lovers fight mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Even like in 10 Things I Hate About You. Exactly. Every good movie. And it always ends with you. You know what? And in all these movies and shows, what grabs my attention, apart from them being sexy, right? Because the mysterious bad guy. Yeah. Everybody wants somebody who has a little mystery, who has yeah. that little like, uh, the what is it called that I'm thinking of? The smolder. Yes. Everybody wants that, Okay. But in the movies and shows, one thing that always happens is throughout the film, they start showing, like, the soft side to him. So then now we're thinking all these fuckers have a soft side. We got to get to that soft side. Yeah. Or we use the soft side to their benefit. And we're like, it's because he's troubled. Yeah. It's because of his childhood. But he loves me so much. Yeah, and we use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. When in reality, he's just a bad guy. Sad truth. Thoughts. I totally agree with you. I think every almost every book that I read in the past, in the past, that I've read, like growing up, like YA films, I've always loved young adult. Oh, I was like YA. I've always loved that enemies to lovers. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No, Miss Scholastic book. No, my mom's a fucking librarian. (laughs) I've never heard YA. Really? No. The more you know. I learn something every day. Uh, I'm fucking old. That's not even it. Continue. Wait, what's the show or a movie that you that you (laughs) finish my sentence? Stop being a bitch. A movie. A movie. (laughs) Why do I only? I keep thinking of um, she's all that. Like they weren't enemies, but they were like not in each other's circles. She's all that. But still, even. And you know, there's a lot of movies that have that same fucking storyline. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Because if I was backstabbed like that, how do you talk to them again? What are you talking about? Because he pretended to like oh, her. Yes. It always happens. And then at the end, they're and like, it was a bet. Yes, that's, that's fucked what up. I'm talking about. It's like, like, it just I, shows that no matter how much a woman's hurt, they're. She's able, she's still like, we'll look over. And happily ever after. There you go. So then now we're looking over all the shit that they're doing to us. Yeah. 
Maybe, and you know what? Maybe there's some women out there who are listening. They're like, no, honey, that's just you. Okay, well, <laughs> fuck you. I'm trying to process my own thoughts. <laughs> no, honey, that is just you. Well, you know what? There's a group of all of us out there like that. Mm-hmm. You're what not alone. You, what do you think that you would be like in a situation like that? I don't know, because if it was fucking Freddie Prince Jr., I just might say, fuck it. Put me in the bet. <laughs> but let's say it's in a real life situation. And I you would, have a man who treats you well in private or something, but like you know that he's not good for you. That he actually doesn't treat you right, but you still have that, those feelings. What would you do? Like, I'm genuinely curious. I would need someone to slap the shit out of me and get But how many times have you slapped me out of it? And you you know that we're humans. We do what we want. I feel like he would have to do something so bad that I'm like, to me, that I would be like, that is the absolute. That's Which it. would be what? Like cheating on you? Would you, would My, you forgive your partner if they cheated on you? It depends. On? The context. Um, his dick was in another woman's pussy. No, 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 not like that context, but oh. like, how long have I been with this partner? Who was the person that he cheated on with? Did he cheat on multiple with multiple women? Did he tell me right away, or did I find out myself? It's so if like, he if he told you, would that make a difference? Honesty is the best policy. Um, I don't. It de- so, so if he told me, but if it was still with the same woman multiple times, or if it was multiple women, I still don't know what I would do. Because I feel like you take things to the grave. And Not I've- really, but it's just like now I. Sorry. <laughs> Not to the grave, but it's just like once you have disrespected me then you clearly don't care about me, especially if you're my husband and you've been with me for a long time. I'm thinking years, hopefully. It's going to get hard. I don't know what I would do, honestly. I would feel betrayed. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to see you. You're just fucking disgusting. Get out of my face. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But see, it might be, I don't know the context, but right now in my life, I would be like, get the fuck away from me. You're disgusting and disrespectful and I don't stand for that. Bye. And that outcome is the reason why I am more and more thinking of having an open relationship when I get married. See, I don't think I can because I don't know about an open relationship, but maybe like trying it out a couple times. But uh-huh. definitely not saying, not putting a label on. Let's it's have because an open I'm aware that it is so hard to restrict even myself to be with one person for my whole life. See, I know who, I know who I am, and I. I could see me getting mm-hmm. bored or like when your husband is out of town or like what if like do you remember who knows if I even want a husband oh, sex life do you remember that show yes and, yes and the husband was not pleasuring her at all yeah and not even emotionally so I could see myself in that situation being like yeah I do crave mm-hmm. like some form of intimacy yeah so that's why I'm kind of thinking like whoever my husband ends up being mm-hmm. I would kind of open that up but obviously yeah that would take years to i don't form the trust to do that because i'm also yeah. jealous so basically open relationship on my end just kidding <laughs> <laughs> only an open relationship <laughs> but for me not him yeah. i don't know i don't think about that because someone hasn't come in that makes me want to commit like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like also another thing there's such a difference between kennedy and i <laughs> i literally have lived my whole life like dreaming about my my future partner, dreaming about a wedding or just my life in general. Kennedy has not thought about it. It's, like she's no, given it some thought, me... but she doesn't like like you never made a scrapbook. You know what I mean? Oh no. <laughs> Why is that? You think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, I just I've never because th- I've never been the type of girl that I think about baby names. I and know, I have a whole have, list of baby names on my phone. I have thought about like my wedding and what I want because my favorite fucking movie when I was a kid was The Wedding Planner. But still is one of your still favorites. is. But I've never thought and I've always wanted to fall in love. Like I, that's always something I've always wanted. But I it's not something that like not obsess over, but it's not my constant thought all the time. <laughs> Whereas it's always been mine. Yeah. That's so crazy. And the only thing I can root it from is all the love movies that I watch. Like, that's, you know, that's all I fucking watch. Yeah. I mean, same. So growing up watching all these movies, like, Mm -hmm. I literally, I'm the the type of person that when I watch something, 
I even when I would read books, I feel like it's me there. Yeah. I obviously know I'm not Bella Swan, but like I feel her emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but so, like watching those movies, I've always wanted like I've always wanted to be that girl. You know what I mean? Like that girl that is like wanted in the love. one that is. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to be that girl, but I've Tears. never. I think ever since I was little, I've also the only thought I can think about like that I would obsess over is like all the things I would want to do in life. Mm-hmm. That's like, I did that too. But, but that's the only thing that I would be like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I want to do this. And, but like getting, thinking about a wedding, I never really thought about that, mm-hmm. but I still would want it. See, and I've had my wedding planned the majority of my life. It's kind of changed a little bit, but, mm-hmm. and even now in the past, like two years, um, I would say that it really changed because it became something that wasn't so important. Like, it didn't have to be glamorized or anything. Like, I see the importance of a small, intimate wedding with just the people that you love. Mm -hmm. Maybe even, like, ten people on each side. Like, I don't care. Right? Because the wedding doesn't matter about, like, the actual party, I guess. Like, it matters you're exchanging your love, you know? I don't know. So that has changed. Because, like, if you look at my Pinterest board... Oh, it was a fucking glamorized wedding. Like, it would have cost so much money. Mm-hmm. And I still want to spend money on, like, my dress and, like, a honeymoon. But, like, yeah. smaller the better. Yeah. But, like, see, even now I'm still planning it. Yeah. It's just changing. I just haven't met someone that would make me, would have me think about things like that. And then I was telling Kennedy how, like, there have been multiple times in life where I get involved with somebody and I automatically start like thinking about my future with them. Yeah. And she thinks it's so weird. No, but okay. Cause I was reading my book. Oh yeah. We're going to get into that as <laughs> yeah, well. Go well Cause I, I was reading my book and it's, it talked about like, it, that's a normal thing for women to do because women think about long-term mm-hmm. things when they start a relationship and a guy only thinks about like having sex. Honestly, their first thought is like, is she going to be good in bed? I'm going to find out if I'm going to date her after I have sex with her. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like I think like a man because I think the same way. That's why the That's faster okay. I can, the faster I can have sex with somebody, mm-hmm. the better. Because if we're not compatible sexually, we're never going to be compatible in life. That does suck. Because I remember one time, not, I just remember thinking one time because we had a big in the sorority and she made a comment about something like something, how would I think she some there was something saying like how do you know y'all are gonna be good together if you haven't had sex, mm-hmm. and then I thought about that because my first initial thing is like I'm not gonna have sex with you right off the bat, mm-hmm. so my thing is like what if I'm putting this effort in like for, I don't know how many ta- long I'm ready until I have sex with him, mm-hmm. and then I have sex with him and then it's awful and I fucking hate it, <laughs> and then it's like well, I wasted all this I time. I mean, there's two things to that, like what I said is one, mm-hmm. and then the second thing is. It does take practice, right? The first time you have sex with somebody, it can be good, but it's not going to be your prime with that person because you need to figure out each other's bodies. Mm -hmm. So I do see where like, oh, the first time isn't good and you feel like let down. You have good communication. You talk about what you want, what you like, Mm -hmm. and then maybe the sex will get better. And then if it doesn't, then that's a fucking bummer. But then sometimes, and that's, I guess, the tricky thing about waiting until you're either married or until you're fully in love with somebody to do that is because you're in love with this person. That this, wouldn't matter. The, well, it won't matter, but the sex will automatically feel magical because you have this love for them. Yeah. Once the love fades, which it always does, even I'm not saying it goes away, but it will dwindle, right? Like the honeymoon phase is going to go away. Yeah. Then you're going to start fucking realizing that who mm-hmm. you're with is not giving you a good dick. <laughs> <laughs> or any other thing in life. Yeah. Whoops. I hit my mic. Whoopsie. Sorry. Sorry, producer. Talk about your book. Okay, so I finished reading Why Men Love Bitches, and I gave it to Cassandra because I thought, you know, she needs to read something. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but you read I just need to read something. You read some of it so far, right? Yeah, I started reading it. My mom fucking stole it from me and sent Kennedy and I a picture about why it's important to save yourself. Yes. I was like, Mom, stop reading I my book. I think I highlighted some you of that You did highlight too, right? it. Yeah, it was I basically talking. There. It was basically talking about like if you give it up too soon, then that's all you're going to be to them. Yeah. 
But go ahead, Kennedy. Well, because it talks about how, like, the ni- there's a nice girl and then there's the bitch. And basically mm-hmm. how the nice girl gets walked all over and She's considered a doormat. Starting in the beginning. Like, it's right from the start. You can make or break it as the nice girl or the bitch. Damn it. And the nice girl gets walked over and the bitch still has control as a man would want control in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like a th- having him think he has control while you have control of it as well. Yeah. But there's this quiz I wanted you to take. Okay. It's called Are You Too Nice? A pop quiz. I am an angel. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's see if Cassandra's the nice girl or the bitch. <clears throat> Just kidding. Okay, ready? Do you feel guilty when you say no or do you say no and then second guess yourself? Yes. Okay. Do you <laughs> do often... I have to elaborate? No. I, I oh, okay. Know, unless you feel the need. Okay. Do you often try to tell your partner that you want to be treated with respect? Yes. Two yeses. <laughs> um, do you find yourself bartering or negotiating for what you want or need? Yes. Do you often pass up sleep or the need for personal time to meet his needs? Yes. Okay. Do you regularly see him on short notice or when it is convenient for him? Yes. Do you find that you repeat what you've asked for as though he didn't hear it the first time? Yep. After a fight, are you always the first one to contact him or apologize? No. Okay. Do you find you are much more dating and affectionate than he is? What? It means, like, are you showing more affection than he does sometimes? Do you often feel depleted after he has been with you? Sometimes. Depends. Do you constantly want more attention? Is there a sometimes button? No, but it's fine. Okay. Do you constantly want more attention or reassurance? Yes. Okay, so you have more yeses than noes. Okay. It says, if you've answered yes to five or more of these... 10 questions you are giving far more than you are receiving let's explore why (laughs) in a relationship tell me more okay it says um women understand the concept of balance between work and play but when it is but when it comes to a man the nice girl abandons all sense of balance and immediately makes the man the whole pie thoughts our producer got a chill um, you know that also, <clears throat> we're going to go deep for a second. Let's deep dive. That reminds me a lot about my mom. Really? My my mom, it's always been known that when mm-hmm. she met my dad, her whole life became devoted to him. Like, it was all for him. Um, he was a bad boy, essentially. She fell in love with a bad boy. She ran away with him, eloped. But she has always, even growing up, I've noticed, and still now, mm-hmm. she does everything for him. Like, he literally cannot do anything for himself without her. And she has put herself at on the back end to please him, to always be the perfect wife, the perfect mother. Yeah. And hearing this, like, I do that as well, and maybe I do it because that's what I was raised seeing. Not saying that my mom is not, like, an independent boss bitch, because she is. She is, like, for real. But, but when it comes to my dad, it's always, like, a soft spot, like... She can be the strong person everywhere else in life with us, at work, wherever. But when it comes to him, she kind of, like, softens up. Yeah. That's true. It definitely, yeah, because when I was reading this book, it just bas- it just talked about relationships. Mm-hmm. And not about, like, overall how women approach, you know, like, because there's a difference between when you approach a relationship and then you approach the situation for work mm-hmm. or, like, a friend. It's very different. So this book just talks about, like, in a partner-partner situation. If you didn't hear, our producer said that it could also be a cultural thing. Yeah. We're Hispanic. So it's, like, always known that the wife is based... Yeah. And you know what? Reading this book, it is... You can definitely tell the type of author she is because of the way she approaches a situation where a Hispanic person would not like growing up you don't see something like that yeah you don't you handle explain? a situation I haven't like finished that the book so i don't know what you're talking about so it's like when okay so one that i thought about was um 
like when you have a Mexican household and someone comes over, it's just hospitable to like offer them something to say like, would you like something to drink? Would you like that? Like you want to, yeah. you're taught to be hospitable, offer them something, then you accept it. Yeah. In this situation, in this book, it, she's saying like, when you go over, don't really accept it. Depend. It depends what you accept. Like if he's like, you want to get something to drink or you want like something to drink and you're like, yeah. He's like, okay, well go get it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Because you're just like, oh, he offered me something. That's nice. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, So what does she want you to do in that scenario? Not get up and get it? Be no. like, no, go get it for me, bitch? No, it's not like, go get it for me, bitch. But it's like, he's trying to woo you. So mm. he should be the one doing that. Uh-huh. Which in a relationship, yeah, starting off, he should be showing, like, trying to woo you. But then I also see, like, I don't know, because... I wouldn't mind if I get my own drink from his fridge, right? Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm the so, one that's thirsty. Yes. Okay. That too. Because you were grown up depend, like to take care of yourself, be dependent. This is saying, this book, it was hard for me to read that because I was getting mad at like, why do I need him to do that when I can do it myself? Yeah. But it's just talking. It's like a fine line, this whole yes. like wooing stage. Because then yeah. it defeats all that we stand for as, like, feminists. Exactly. Like, like, I don't need somebody to do that for me. Yeah. And then there's a part in the book that I read that said that if he comes over to your house, you don't tell him, hey, would you like something, like, a drink? You want me to make you a drink? You want yeah. me to make you a snack, a dinner, like, anything? Mm-hmm. Where, like, growing up, that would be the nice thing to do, especially with someone that you care about. Like, you're yeah. bringing to your house. This book is saying, do the fucking bare minimum. Get him chips and salsa. This bitch talked about fucking boiling weenies with yes. dipping sauce. No, yes. What? If I somebody made me weenies with dipping sauce, I would rather just not. Yeah, I'd be like, let's just go get Taco Bell. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like reading this book, you really have to take it. When was this written? Does grand- it say the year? Um, It was. So it was updated with extra chapters, but I don't know the year, the original year it came oh, out. Because okay. the extra chapters are in the back, but like the first chapter, like the one about the weenies. Yeah, because this book, it, it does have a lot of good things in there mm. that are valuable, but then there's also some things that I think are outdated. I think We're it's, like, especially dating as like millennials. Yeah. We don't date like this. No, like, because there was one thing where we say we don't date like this because there's an example in the book where she talks about like he's working overload and he cancels on a date last minute right so you wouldn't next the next date where he sets up you wouldn't be so eager for it right Mm -hmm. but i feel like that's someone that's like way older like nobody our age would be like i'm working overload and then like let's reschedule like the dating that way she talks about it is like they set up a date they go to dinner they hang out and then that's it the date's done mm-hmm. it's very like an old school way of dating like well, people okay, don't but, like, go that's, on dinner dates like that that scenario it's happened to me a lot of times because like the person i'm with mm-hmm. he works a lot and so there have been times where he's like hey i'm working in a lot and i didn't account for time the way i should have gotta cancel the book tells you that you should not be upset but also be like well you got to figure it out next time right like yeah but me and maybe that's why i'm the nice girl i would be like no worries like it's fine like i understand where it comes first Mm -hmm. but the book is saying otherwise yeah i have something in my eye what else is this there? Because Kennedy, very, like, when Kennedy passed of, me this book, she has it annotated and um, there's like highlighted there, sections. Because there are points in here that do are really good. Mm-hmm. There are points, but there are other points that is like, I don't like that's hard. Take for it me with to, a grain of salt. Yeah. Then, right? Yeah. When like, you were highlighting this stuff, were you highlighting it for me or just because it's just good? in general? Like, it's just like interesting. OK. Because one of the ones that I highlighted was, it says, okay, so this is part of the end part, but it says, again, the bitch is very nice. She is as sweet as a Georgia peach, but inside every sweet peach is a strong pit. And this means she won't explain the obvious when a man is disrespectful. There's no way to hold your own in a relationship and simultaneously accept rude behavior. A quality man doesn't need a woman he can trot all over. There is nothing wrong with having a little self-respect and a few conditions. Mm-hmm. Like, that just overall is, like, a good thing to think about, I think. Yeah. That's why I highlight it. Because 
And that's a good thing. Like, if you've never read this book, it doesn't mean to be an actual bitch. Yeah. It just means a woman who holds her own, right? Like the, like they just said, she's nice. It's just she's not going to put up with disrespect. Yeah. Whereas the nice girl continues to give opportunity after opportunity. Exactly. Like, hoping for the good outcome that we were talking about in movies. Yeah. And in the book, she gives you, like, attraction principles, Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, like, if you want to read this book, you could just read the attraction principle and then if it's an rela- easy read. Yeah. Though. Like if you relate to that uh, principle, then you can read the context under it that mm-hmm. she wrote. Like one of the ones she wrote is a bitch gives a man plenty of space so he doesn't fear being trapped in a cage. Then he sets out to trap her in his. So it's kind of like maneuvering the situation mm-hmm. where like you're in control but then he thinks he's in control and that's what my mom has always told me she's like yeah. you make them think that they have the hold over you yeah. but it's you and then that's what she says she says clearly men are scared to death of losing control of their freedom which is true mm-hmm. the thought of being stuck with one woman frightens them if a woman immediately acts as if she expects a man to behave like a serious boyfriend without much effort on his part He'll get scared and run off. With the nice girl, it only takes a few dates for him to feel trapped. And then lockdown mode begins. Mm-hmm. So. So, since we figured out that I'm the nice girl, do you see me doing that? Um, In this one? Yeah, like, do you see me, like, what did she say? Like, kind of forming the like, cage. Like, if he can, if he senses that you are expecting that boyfriend status which i always am but do you think i make it known i don't know because if i'm dating someone i'm not dating you to just like fuck around i'm I'm dating you exactly like i understand the first two dates yes yeah but if we've been dating for like two months of course i'm thinking that it's gonna end in a fucking relationship sue me bitch yeah like i'm not here to waste my time i don't think there's anything wrong with thinking that i think it's just like the way you handle it that's what she's talking about Mm-hmm. Like so how do you think you I've handle handled it? it correctly? In your past boyfriend? In anybody. Hmm. <laughs> your Producer? little face is so cute. I'm like, hmm. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like how the situation. I don't know. Maybe in your last relationship. Because he was. Would he say like he was ready for a relationship? Wait, who are you talking about? Your boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend. The last one. The short one. Oh. <laughs> I'm all like saying it. Um, it's always the same. I get into the relationships and I, I I'm like falling. Mm-hmm. I always do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have false expectations. And I like in that case, I didn't know that we weren't exclusively dating. It wasn't until like maybe five months in that he told me like, no, I've been seeing other people. You haven't. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, five months. So after that time, then I said, you're wasting my fucking time. Are we not going to become boyfriend and girlfriend? And he yeah. told me. And now that I'm out of that, I'm like, yes, I was pressuring him because I met him in August. He had just gone out of a like three year relationship in January. Mm-hmm. That's not enough time for somebody to get over somebody or even to like learn from those mistakes. And I, w- I was pressuring him basically like. No, you need to make it official by this time. And I even saw me doing that to my relationship after that. So then I had to think to myself, like, this is a cycle. What do you actually have to gain from becoming a girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Because in this scenario, I pressured him when he wasn't ready. I got what I wanted, and it was a good relationship for the most part. Even in the end, it was bad. But, like, now looking back on it and, like, him and I have kind of reconciled. Like, we're not, like, lovers anymore, but we are cordial. I see now where I was at fault. Mm-hmm. Like, he still had a lot to learn. And I did, too. This was my first relationship. And now I see that I did the same thing to my one after that. Like, I was constantly pressuring and, like, yeah. coming up with this whole idea in my head and sticking to that, not mm-hmm. being open-minded. Yeah. I wonder, but, like, I understood why you thought that, though. Not, like, with pressuring them for to be there. It's just like for me, I'm like, is it so much to ask for if you love me and I love you and we love spending time together? Like it, we do relationship things. What? Why are you so scared for commitment? Yeah, I'm not asking for like wife me up right now. We better get married in a year. It's not Mm -hmm. that, but just like Like, name it, name it what it is, Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) 
he never called it what it was. Yeah, and that's what they don't get. I've always said, like, what if I'm sitting here waiting for something that's not even gonna happen? Like, tell me right now, do you even see that in the future? Yeah. And I think that's an honest question, and it's not one that we should be scared to ask. Mm -hmm. Because we're putting our heart on the line. And even the men, like if men feel that towards us, I don't know. I feel like how do you feel about like normalizing dating around like multiple guys at a same around the same times? Like, how do you feel? That's a tricky subject. Because when I think about because I saw this TikTok where this guy was like, "Okay, I really like he's like, I just need to get it off my chest. He's like, I really like this girl that I've been seeing. And he said for five months Mm -hmm. they've been seeing each other for five months, but they've also been going out with other people in that five months. But they also hang out. They do their thing. But they're dating each other and other people. Mm -hmm. But he's like, but I really like this girl and I don't know how to tell her, like, I only want to date you. Do you only want to date me without scaring her off? Yeah. So Um, I feel like it's normal for people to date. It's way more normal now. Yeah. Okay. I have two things on that. I, for me personally, and this is, it depends on the individual we're talking about, but like, I'm somebody who I can't multitask like that. If I if I'm serious about somebody and like maybe could see something growing, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to date around because you mix up conversations, you mix up like moments in time. It's hard to to try and grow something into something when you're also like looking at your other options. Yeah. But then I also see the importance of looking at other options and not locking yourself to one person because you don't know what's out there. But if it's been five months, I think you should already know. If I, yeah. I would say after three months, if you don't see me being your girlfriend, then you don't actually like me. But I think three months is a long time. I, if you go on one date a, a week, yeah. that's enough time to know. But I think guys don't think like that. They think three months and that's, whoa, that's way too soon. Like this yeah. guy was saying this after five months and the girl was doing the same thing. So they both knew what was going on with this relationship that they were mm-hmm. starting. But I just think, I don't know, I can't speak for men, but I think they think three months and that's like, that's too soon. You know what I mean? But it's not every man. Look at Micah. He was dating Andrea. Well, he's like the one exception. Yeah. Right? But like, some men don't need mm-hmm. three months. Some men, they know they know. Yeah. So then you start thinking, then, how do you, then does he not know? How do you? <laughs> so then what is going on? Because I've seen it yeah. with my own eyes that men do not need that much time mm-hmm. when they really truly know. Because they found the one and they yeah. know it. So then does that mean that I'm not the one? Yeah. And then if you know that I'm not the one or if you have a feeling why I'm not the one, me along? why are you still adding me in there? Like, especially don't be scared when to hurt me, my feelings. Just tell me. Yes. And especially like me, who I'm very vocal about how I feel. You already know what expectations I have. Yeah. If you know you can't provide me with those results, set me free. Yeah. You too. If you know that they Just are not providing me. you those results, you need to let them go. But then I have that hope. That hope. hope that hope that's like they just need more time. But then you just said I know I'm a contradiction. <laughs> I'm a walking contradiction. We it's hard when circle. you have fallen in love with somebody. It's like fucking hard to let that go. Mm-hmm. Because then what if you let it go too soon and it could have been something? True. There's always a then what it's if like situation. then it's like my situation the, the person I was talking about my first love. Mm-hmm. I consider him being like the man who got away. Like maybe if I had acted quicker, I don't know. Like there's a lot of what ifs, right? And I See, hate having what ifs. Back to him. And I hate having what ifs. Yeah, that's the worst. Like I want to know that I gave it my all to every person I've ever been with. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't want you to lose yourself on the way. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> you're giving yourself, you're trying to give your all to all these to these people. But I don't want you to lose pieces of you throughout that. Okay, sorry, we're having. Are you trying to make me cry? (laughs) Earlier, before she was like, she's like, she was like, tell me how it is, and I was, she's like, be mean, and I was like, how do I do that? Fuck, I hit the mic again. I didn't say be mean. You were like, I said you can be honest. Okay, well, I'm being honest. Because you know what she didn't say is when she gave me this book, she said, "Here you go, bitch. You need it." (laughs) So I, I was telling you, like, go off, like, tell me that I'm a fucking doormat. Oh my god, fuck no. You're not a doormat. You really don't think I am. If you ask anyone else, they would so think that. Brianna, do you think I'm a doormat? 
I don't think you're a doormat. I think you have a lot of expectations and you know what you want, but you still hold on to the belief no matter what we don't see because we're not in your relationships. You are. So you're seeing way more of something and someone than what we are seeing from the outside perspective. Yeah. I hope I hope y'all caught that. God, I'm so glad that Brie and you are the way you are. Why? <laughs> Why? There's a lot of people who don't see it that way. No. And because like that's what I wanted to tell you. Like I'm like, but you don't you don't see like the way he looks at me and like yeah. what he tells me. Like you you've only ever heard when I'm venting, right? And well, friends, I've heard both and friends ways. stick to that. But I've heard both ways. Just the thing about one fucker <laughs> is that I just a fucker ult- in my past. I just ultimately do not trust him anymore. And it's it's just hard for me to, to get over that. Because once you've lost my trust, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to get back to that. Yeah. But yeah. It's a good... You should finish reading the book. No, it's a really good book. Like, I've been enjoying yeah. it. There's some parts that I'm like, damn, bitch, you do not have to go that hard. No, and then there's some parts where it's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about that. But yeah, I mean, skip over it. Do you, you have anything over- else that you were like, damn, that's like really good? <gasps> um, Yes, I just saw one right now and I lost it because I thought we were ending the shit. <laughs> Shit, my bad. I'm sorry. Oh, here, here, here. Um, it's a it's talking about the illusion of the falling in love. Okay. The quote. It says when he meets a woman who is unavailable or a little bitchy, he has a built-in excuse for why he isn't going to get too close. She's a bitch, so I won't get too serious. I'll just have a little fun. Mm-hmm. He says to himself, Fun equals freedom. That is until he gets attached and then it's checkmate. Men don't choose to be in love. It happens by accident. That's why they coined the phrase to fall in love. It's an oops. Mm. He fell. He had a plan, but it went terribly wrong. So that expression was made for men. I. That's what she's saying. OK. Basically, like it makes sense. fall in love. Yeah, like it's you like trip yeah and because fell. all my life I thought like fall in love. I get I'm a woman from the woman's perspective, of course, but I've never actually thought about like a man accidentally falling in love because that's what she's saying, and that's what happens in all those fucking movies. Exactly. <laughs> oh, full circle again, dude. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, that's like a give bit, it a read. I've never heard that. A hey, we're sponsored by Why Men Love Bitches. We're sponsored we by we're. <laughs> We're sponsored by Barnes and Noble. Thank you, thank you, Sherry Argov. Argov. We're for your beautiful read. We're sponsored by Barnes and Nobles. Yes, you can use code K and K for twenty five percent off your Your, next Why Men Love Bitches novel. Order (laughs) only that novel. (laughs) Yes. No, no other novels in Barnes and Noble. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, but I think every woman. I don't see if there's a benefit for a male. I don't know. But. I don't know. Like, even a gay male, I don't see. I don't know. Maybe the way you interpret it, I don't know. Yeah, but if you're if you're a woman who. Let's very, just, okay, is, sorry to stereotype, but, like, if you're a woman who dates males. Yeah. Then, was, this, is a, then this is a good book. I was going to say, this is very niche for only women who dates males. Yes. I'm sorry. But it is interesting, and it's even it, like, like we said, don't take every word to heart right yeah but there's a lot of core values here that are really good to like continue to like have in the back of your mind when you are dating yeah, yeah especially yeah. if you're dating in this day and age and dating where shit sucks. is tricky yes and we're, all all like, just, we're all just trying to be sucks. loved and get loved and not be, lo- be love loved and, and be loved. loved be mm-hmm. what what's that one direction lyric to be loved and to be in love yeah to what? love and to be in loved i don't know what you're talking about Dude, the 18 lyric. Oh. To be loved and to be in love. Yeah, to be loved and to be in love. Gorge. All right. All right. I think we talked enough. Overtime. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please rate us five stars. Only five stars. If you don't want to do five stars, um, well, that's sad. Um, (laughs) Also, subscribe to our podcast and share us. We're fairly new, like we said, and we would like you to. Help us grow. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Ooh, yeah. What's our handle? Oh, Stupid Feelings Podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Kennedy's our graphic designer. Claps for her. (laughs) And I think that's it. We'll see you guys next week. 
Oh wait. What? We need to we need to end it with how oh, are you feeling how are today? How feeling today? I was feeling really bad this morning. Why? Because my head was fucking killing me, bro. I think it was the weather. I think so. But right now, after this little therapy session, mm-hmm. I feel great. I definitely feel better than I did like 15 minutes before. Yeah. Because this was like, I don't know, I feel motivated. Like, I feel like... Yeah. I love that feeling. Yeah. It's always good to like talk to your friends. Um, but overall today has been a good day. Mm-hmm. It's been like really chill. You know what though? And it might be the weather, but I felt a little off. No, that's what I'm saying. Like this morning, it was weird. It felt eerie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when that, when you're like, oh, Even- today's been too good to be true. <laughs> Something might happen. No, you're right. Cause I kind of fed felt dreadful today too yeah, yeah. it's like like, like oh something's gonna happen like when i, I went home like, I, I laid on the f- go for a break like i was even telling kennedy like when uh we had got to the brunch place i was like i was almost planning on not coming i know you whore <laughs> we went and had brunch at this place if you're in san antonio nola brunch and beignets you're waiting Oh, yes, long-ass wait. Long it was like an hour wait. and 40 minutes, but it was really place. good. I liked mine. Kennedy didn't love it, but <laughs> I liked it. It was a fun time. Happy Friendsgiving and happy, happy Thanksgiving. Let's add one more thing. What are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful for my family, my friends, and um, my health. Beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for my family, my friends, my dogs, um, and... In conclusion to this, I'm thankful for having the ability to love no matter what. (laughs) Kennedy's face. That was so sweet. Mm -hmm. You're such a romantic. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I hope you guys have a good... Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, if you celebrate it. And if you don't, I hope you get a good meal. I hope you have a good week, though, overall. See you next hump day. Bye. Bye.